Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer requests, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So praise God. Let's get right into the word. Look at the title of tonight's message. Everybody say faith versus fear. Praise God. Praise God. So check this out. Let's go to Let's go to Isaiah chapter 35, verse 3. I love these verses. Isaiah 35, verse 3. It says, look at this. With this news, this is a word from God that a prophet is speaking to the people of Israel. With this news, strengthen those who have tired hands and encourage those who have weak knees. They're worn out. You ever worked out or walked or ran or been working and you were tired and your knees were weak? You were just about done. You're about to fall over. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. For your God is coming to what? Destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. Wow. Let's read read verse 4 again. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. For your God is... He is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. That's powerful. That is excellent. Let's go to Psalm 27.1. Psalm 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Isn't that beautiful? Why should I be afraid? He's protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Let's go to Isaiah 41.10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Praise God. So let's, let's I got a list of stuff that fear, fear does. Let's put that up on the screens if you can. Fear is, a, you heard me mentioned some of this briefly on Sunday and in passing just kind of moved through it fear have you ever noticed this in your life when you struggle with fear fear is a big time waster fear is a big time waster all right so I mean why does it waste time well you waste time worrying okay you waste time worrying I've done it you've done it I'm sure we've all done it we waste time worrying It's like, oh, it's terrible. You look back and go, man, I worried about that and nothing happened. I worried about that and it wasn't a big deal. I worried about that and, man, it just, nothing even happened concerning that. It's just a big lie of the enemy, just a big fear trip, a fear trip. It's a big waste of time. You could have been doing other things instead of worrying, right? I've said that before. It's like, man, I could have been doing something else instead of wasting time worrying and talking about it, thinking about it, sometimes even just thinking about it, wasting time. Point two here under fear. Fear distracts. Fear has you thinking on the wrong things. Fear has you thinking on the wrong things. If I was the devil, which thank God I'm not, I'm going to heaven. If I was the devil, I would spend time making you worry about stuff that didn't matter. I'd spend time making you fearful so that you wouldn't think on God's word. I'd spend time making you worry and fearful so you wouldn't believe God. I'd spend time making you worry and fearful and anxious so that you wouldn't believe God's word and you wouldn't focus on his word. I would distract you. I'd I'd try to trick you into thinking about unimportant things. 
Look at number three. Fear paralyzes us. You ever been in a situation where you couldn't do anything? You just couldn't do anything. You were there and you were like, uh. <laughs> That's when you pray. And some people get so scared they forget to pray. But man, if you're in a, and if you're in a dire situation or emergency and you can't pray, just say the name of Jesus. Trust me. We were in a near wreck years ago. It, it ended up being a wreck, but minor. Where the, some of you have heard the story where our vehicle started spinning in circles on black ice coming from Eunice. February of 1997, I'll never forget that. Guy driving, his name was Johnny, and he said, oh, bro, I'm losing control, man. He said, my foot's off the gas. I said, oh, what? The truck started spinning on the highway. It was crazy. All we could do, all you heard, we were all believers, all you heard was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We didn't have time to say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All you could do was cry out to God, and the name that came to mind was Jesus. Johnny was saying it. I was saying it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. And it's crazy when you're going through a situation like that. Anybody ever been in a weird situation like that? It's like it goes in slow motion, huh? I don't know if it's after the fact your mind slows it down so you can cope with it. I don't know. But it's like you were in slow motion. Come on in, Brother Larry. Come on in. Wherever you'd like. There's plenty of room. Come on in. Yeah, so we were in this situation just crying out to Jesus. If you're ever in a situation where fear is trying to paralyze you and keep you from moving, keep you from praying, just call on his name. Call on his name. Another way to come out of your distraction and paralysis with fear is to start praising God. I was talking to a dear friend of mine today about that. It's like, man, you can just praise your way out of these situations. It's a good reminder. Lord, I just praise you and I thank you for this situation. I thank you for that person. I thank you for this. I thank you for all the good things you've done in my life. You can start to praise your way out of that. Praise actually builds your faith. Number four, fear affects our health. I didn't get into detail, but not in a good way. Man, there's, there's been folks in here, I'm sure, right? You said, man, fear gave me chest pains. Fear made me shaky. Fear messed. I, I know fear can mess with your blood sugar. Fear can mess with your sleep. How many of you know that sleep is a large part of your health? Fear's messing with your sleep. Oh, that's terrible. Fear affects our health, and that is a complete plan of the enemy, man. For someone to be struggling and worrying so much, stress is a killer, man. It can really wipe you out. So fear and stress are different, but they also overlap. Stress can be a form of fear. It ties in there, okay? And fear puts stress on you. So you got to make sure and give these things to God. It affects our health. Look at number five. Fear troubles the mind. It robs you of peace. Robs you of peace. Robs you of peace. It troubles your mind so bad, many times, I think I mentioned this briefly on Sunday, many times it causes you not to enjoy the moment. Don't you hate that? You're like, man, I could have enjoyed that. It was perfect. God is so good. That would have been amazing. I should have enjoyed that moment. And maybe you struggled with fear at that time. I've had times where I was worried about something and I missed out on the moment. Oh, I hate that feeling. I don't know about you, but I love the journey. I'm a journey person. I like arriving. Don't get me wrong. Growing up, I loved arriving at places. I still love going overseas for missions, and I love arriving, but I love the journey, and I like long journeys. I remember years ago, it took us 30-something hours to get from Hobbs to Africa. You remember that, Ms. Debbie? You went with us in 08. 
It was about 32, 33 hours. Now, we counted driving to the airport. We counted layovers in the airport. But how many of you know that all adds up? We counted our layover in, was it in France that year? I think it was in France because you and mom went the same year. We had a layover in France. Man, those French folks are grumpy, just like in the movies. But anyway, they didn't like American dollars either. But, man, there was layovers, and then we flew to Johannesburg, and then we got picked up at the airport, and then we had a, like an hour and a half or two-hour drive out to the bush at 12, at 12 midnight, 1 in the morning. We're just driving. It's just travel, 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 30-something hours, and I love journeys, even if they wear me out. I love journeys. I love the journey. You've got to learn to love the journey and the destination. Now, some of you are like, I just don't like trips, and that's fine, but enjoy the journey of life. Enjoy it. Don't let fear trouble your mind to where you're not enjoying the journey, okay? And I know, I told somebody today in the baptism class, I don't preach on stuff that I haven't experienced. I don't preach on stuff that I just heard about. I don't just preach on stuff that I stole from somebody. No, what I preach, I, I, I live it, and I've experienced it, and I've seen it, and I've un- learned to understand it, and I've, I've said, man, I can do better here, or this is great, or I can, I can really grow in this area, and I preach on stuff that I've learned. I was talking to my dad about that today, and I'm, I'm able to preach with authority on things. Why? Because I've lived it. I said, man, I, I can learn from this. Don't let fear trouble your mind. Don't kick it out. Kick it out. I've been there. I've, I've experienced fear. I've experienced faith. I've experienced terrorizing fear. I've experienced mountain climbing faith and world overcoming faith. And I'll tell you right now, it's much better to experience faith than fear. Are you still with me? Praise God. So I made my faith list longer just because, just so we could just spite the enemy tonight and just totally put a finger in the, the devil's eye. But look at this faith list. We had to do smaller Valeria was talking to me about it. She goes, man, there's, there's so many points. I have to shrink the letters. Is that okay? Yes, I think you can still see it pretty good. Faith actually saves time. Faith saves time. How? Let me give you an example. I remember when we first, we got connected with a Christian accounting company. They hold us accountable. We have a business administrator who also works as an accountant here, but we also send our books off to be reviewed and audited by a Christian accounting company for uh, accountability purposes. And I remember the man of God that, that runs that company, his motto is find it, fix it, and forget it. Find it, fix it, and forget about it. So in the same way, when you apply your faith to something, you say, I found it, this is where I need to put my faith on, and I'm going to just forget about this now because it's up to God. Now, you may re- when you do remember, you just say, Lord, thank you because you're taking care of it. I was doing that today. Prayed about something that I've been dealing with, something that I've been walking through since uh, before my mom's passing and since her passing. And I said, Lord, we've talked about it. We've prayed about it. I trust you now. I just, I'm just going to trust you, Father. We've already talked about it. We've had discuss- I've discussed it with my wife and my dad and people I trust. Lord, I'm just going to trust you now with it because I've prayed about it. I'm continuing to talk to you about it when I do remember, but I'm not going to be dwelling on it and worrying about it. God, it's up to you. Faith saves time. It really does. Scripture talks about redeeming the time because the days are evil. Redeeming the time is basically making the most of every stinking opportunity that God gives you. Every opportunity to talk to someone about Jesus, to to, uh, share your faith. 
You're, you're making the most of opportunity. I see some of you here tonight taking notes, man. That's redeeming the time. I believe faith saves time. You're taking notes. You'll be able to use this later. It'll save you time later if you get it tonight. Point two. Faith brings focus. Faith brings focus. I believe that when you're truly walking in faith, you say, I'm believing God for this. It's specific. I'm focused on that. Some of you may say, oh, you don't even know, Pastor Matt. I'm believing God for a new car. I'm believing God for a house. Believing God for children. I'm believing God for my children to be saved. Focus and specifics. God works really well with faith like that when it's specific. Say, Lord, I'm believing you, God, for a, let's just say, for example, I'm believing you, God, for a green Camaro. I don't know if they make green Camaros still. I remember the 90s they had green Camaros. Say, Lord, I'm believing you for a green truck, a green Nissan Titan, a green F-250, a green Toyota Tundra. It's specific. Faith can bring focus to your life. I love this one. I love point three. Faith attracts God. Somebody say faith attracts God. Yeah. Scripture says without faith, it's impossible to please God. It is impossible to please God. All right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith attracts God, but it also pleases Him. It attracts Him to your situation, and it makes Him happy. Why? Have you ever got into something? Have you ever got into a disagreement with someone because they didn't believe you and you were telling the truth? Have you ever gotten into a disagreement with someone because you didn't believe them? I remember that was one of my mom's pet peeves. Growing my whole life, it's like you didn't believe her. That was such an irritation to her. She's like, you don't believe me. Mom, I believe you, Mom. Help my unbelief, right? I believe. I believe. <laughs> and, and we all have pet peeves. We have things that, that irritate us more than others, but I, I know that bothers me too. And sometimes it's just like you're just trying to, trying to be right, but sometimes you're just like, I, just, I want you to be on my side and I want you to believe me. And I believe in many ways, since God gave us our emotions and God created us, God wants to be believed. God is just looking for someone to believe him and take him at his word. This Sunday, I'm going to be talking about ways that you can attack fear in your life. And one of them is just to simply believe God. It fights fear. It fights waves of fear and anxiety and heaviness. And it fights all kinds of things in your life, negative things. When you say, God, I just believe you. I don't know anything else. King Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament, he was, they were facing an army that they could not beat. And when they prayed, they said, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Don't have it figured out. You ever been in one of those situations? You're like, I, I can't fix this. I can't, fi I can't fix this. You ever had an impossible person in your life? You're like, there's nothing else we can do. We can't talk to them. We can't, we can't talk them into it. We can't trick them. We can't do anything. All that's left is to pray. Joyce Meyer said it well. She said, well, well, that's a good thing. If that's all, all you have left is to pray, that's good because prayer works. Sometimes you're just, you just said, man, I, this is going to please God now. I can't, worry, I can't worry about it. I'm just going to pray for them. And can I add something tonight? It's really hard to stay mad at someone and to talk bad about them if you're praying for them. I've learned that in my own life. Just pray a blessing on people, even the people that drive you crazy. 
Even the people that you know they're doing crazy stuff, they should be listening to God. They should be listening to you. They should be listening to somebody else, but they're not listening, and they're just doing crazy stuff. You just pray and trust God. It's going to please God. It's going to please Him that you've called out to Him and you're believing Him. Just trust Him. It pleases Him. It attracts Him. He wants to be believed. Look at point four tonight. I know you can't believe it. We've, I've almost been talking 20 minutes already. Praise God. I, I can't believe it myself. Point four. Faith also affects your health. Did you know faith can cheer you up? I've had people come to the altar so broken and so hopeless and come to church so hopeless and so broken, and they got one word that was for them. And they said, Pastor Matt, I'm going to make it. That was for me. I'm going to make it. I didn't think I could make it. I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought I was done. But God spoke to me today. I'm going to make it. Man, faith affects your health. You stop worrying and you stop putting your body through the ringer like that. Does anybody know what a ringer is? You know that thing? It used to have rubber wheels in it and you put a towel through it. And you remember at the car wash? Did anybody ever use that? That's a ringer to my understanding. You put the towel in there and you turn it. And man, it can squeeze water out of something that you thought was dry. You've been taken through the ringer. Stress and fear and anxiety puts your body and your mind and your sleep and your health through the ringer. Faith delights your heart. Faith gives you hope. When you have hope, man, Scripture says, hope deferred, hope that is put off, makes the heart sick. It makes, oh, you ever, you ever had something you were so excited about and then it, someone broke their word to you or it just didn't happen? You're like, oh, man, I thought I was going to get that house, or I thought I was going to get that job, or I thought, I thought, oh, man. Guess what, though? Faith affects your health, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, the opposite of fear. It affects your health positively. When you go to sleep without a, a worry and without a care in the world, I guarantee you you're going to sleep way better than if you go to bed stressed out. Sleep is so important. Did you know stress affects your eating? Let's talk about that for a minute. Some of y'all may say, man, when I'm stressed out, I eat. Did y'all know that when I'm stressed out, I'm skinny? That's just as frustrating. So don't tell me, you say, man, Pastor Matt, it's frustrating. I gained weight because I was stressed out. I was like, I, I got stressed and lost weight, man, because I didn't feel like eating, and I'm an eater. That's crazy. No, don't let, don't let fear affect your health. You let faith affect your health. It's going to bring new, new horizons to your life. It'll lighten your eyes, give you hope and excitement. Look at number five. <clears throat> number five, faith calms the mind. It eases you. It takes the burden off your back. It brings peace. Faith calms the mind. Number six, faith. we're saved by faith, right? You came to know Jesus by faith. We're saved and delivered by faith, all by faith. Scripture says the just or righteous person, that's you. Once you've accepted Jesus, you are a just person. You are right with God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Scripture says the righteous person lives by how? Faith. We live by faith. So that's good news tonight. So faith saves and delivers us. Number seven, I love this one. Faith causes your prayers to be answered. Oh, man. Anybody ever had a, a prayer that was answered and it just delighted your soul? Raise your hand tonight. You just had a prayer answered and you're like, wow, it was life-changing. Did you know Jesus said that? He said, ask. Ask anything. Ask so that your joy may be full. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be full. 
You ask God for something and he gives it to you. You say, man, I prayed according to his will. That's exciting. My joy is full. Causes prayers to be answered. And number eight, faith transforms your mind. Faith transforms your mind. I speak from experience on this. God was even dealing with me today about something that I battle with in my mind. Faith can just stomp that junk out. You say, man, I, I've preached this before, but I feel like I got another revelation about it today. You say, man, I can't control what I'm thinking. That is a lie of the enemy. That is one of the enemy's greatest lies against us is that you cannot control your own thoughts. I've said it before, and I say it again tonight. You can. You can. And I've spoken that before, and I've had a revelation of it before, but I've been through a battle, and I said, no, I've preached this, and I know this, and I've lived this and learned this before. And I told the enemy, you're not going to cause me to forget that. You're not going to lie to me about that. We can control our thoughts, and we can have transformed minds because of our faith. When you get faith sown into your life from the Word of God, it begins to change your mind and transform you. All right. Let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes tonight.